It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Well, I would certainly want to know what conversations he had uh, both before January 6th uh, and in particular what was happening in the conversations he had on January 6th. We know that Donald Trump sat for hours and hours while police officers were being beaten and gouged and bear sprayed. He refused to lift a finger. We know there were multiple entreaties to him. Mark Meadows was a part of that. Uh, he could shed light on the present state of mind uh, for a Justice Department looking at whether Donald Trump should be charged with things like insurrection or uh, seditious conspiracy or uh, or other serious violations of the law. Uh, they are going to want to know what his state of mind was. Uh, and Mark Meadows is in a, uh, you know, a paramount position to be able to testify as to those issues. Okay. Mm-hmm. Future Senator uh, Adam Schiff. Wow, wow, wow. Accurate. Well, we've just been perusing all the Fox texts. Oh, my. And first of all, we were saying, thank God, none of our texts are public. Okay. Well, also, thank God. How many times have you texted each other that I'm going to give you an aneurysm? We're <laughs> like Laura Ingram. to do that. We've never written it down. <laughs> That's what you You're not dumb enough to write it down. Use voice memo apps for that. <laughs> I have a feeling Laura Ingram's producer, that was like a daily text. She's going to give me an aneurysm? She's giving me an aneurysm again. Um, it wasn't just an aneurysm. It was an effing aneurysm. Oh, that's true. Thank you for the correction. Wow, wow, wow. What a giant lying liars and hypocrites. It also doesn't look good for their lawsuit against them. No, that's not going to be helpful. No. Yeah, I don't don't know how you claim First Amendment on this, on knowing you are broadcasting lies. Yeah. That's what these texts prove. They're trying to go with, oh, it's First Amendment, it's free speech, when their texts are absolutely the opposite of what they broadcast. They absolutely knew... All of this election fraud stuff was bull, right? I mean, it's okay. I employees, mean, Sydney, the, the things they said about Sidney Powell alone. And yeah. Rudy, all of them, right? right? Yes, employees at Fox News knew that claims blaming election fraud for Donald Trump's loss were outlandish and false, even as the network continued to promote them as credible. Uh, newly unsealed court filing shows quotes revealing producers, executives, and stars of the network knew the election wasn't stolen and that uh, many fraud claims were bogus. So this is for 1.6 Billion, billion dollars against yep. Fox News. Um, yeah. So even uh, certain hosts who sometimes embrace conspiracy theories on their shows said in private they knew Sidney Powell was was not telling the truth. Tucker Carlson told a producer soon after the election that Powell is lying. Sean Hannity said, according to the filing, that whole narrative that Sidney was pushing, uh, I did not believe it for one second. Even Fox's internal fact checks after the election found the claims of election fraud were incorrect uh, and there was not evidence of widespread fraud. Mm-mm. Um, we will ask Glenn Kirshner in just a bit how this is not incredibly damning. damning. Um, Dominion's lawsuit is an assault on the First Amendment and the free press, Fox mm-hmm. wrote. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm, again, legal expert in just a few minutes, but I'm going to say legally that is horse. Yeah. All right. That's just mine. They completely and totally defamed Dominion. Oh, my God. You know who else I hope sues is the uh, reporter that Tucker Carlson got fired. Yes. Is in text asking to have her fired because she told the truth. Mm, right, Jackie. Right. Yes. I don't know who any of them are, but yes. Um. Oh, some, and some, some woman at Fox who got it right once. Yes. Who accidentally told the truth? That's your only crime. At but Fox it wasn't News. even on Fox News. It was. Like, it was in a tweet. It, it was a tweet. Yeah. Fire her. Right, Jackie uh, Heinrich. 
Is that who? Yeah. Yes. A seemingly irate Tucker Carlson uh, texted colleagues to say he seriously wanted Fox News reporter Jackie Hunger fired after she tweeted a fact checked of then President Trump. He added, what the? Yeah. What the actual? Is this journalism that someone's trying to do on Fox News? What the actual? What are you thinking? Um, he fired all oh, a group. The group text between uh, Tucker and uh, Sean and Laura. That oh, sounds like my Sean idea of hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you think ever Laura like accidentally like texted him right the wrong group text? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, Sean yeah. and Tucker get that? Yeah. Like, well, it's a, it's it's. A, she's at it again. That was the most shocking thing. Is one of her producers seemed to imply that she is somewhat unpleasant, insane. Oh. Ow. How about that voice? How about that voice all morning? You right? worked with her briefly. Yes, for a moment. Was she unpleasant? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I felt her. sorry for her because she was really bad at TV then. And we had she, to keep, well, it was supposed to be is. live to yeah. tape and she kept screwing up. And I was very nice to her. I did. I was very, I was like, okay, it's okay, Lori, we'll get it next time. She had to keep restarting you're, you're even like though it was supposed to be live. You're like small. There, there. You beautiful. Let's try again. Ah, I keep screwing it up. Okay. <laughs> save your save your mean tweets. I know she makes seventy zillion dollars a year, and I work in my basement. I got it. Okay, let's go back to the okay then. And now back to the fun, fun stuff. <laughs> Uh, yes, the group text between Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and Laura Ingram. Uh, Carlson pointed Hannity to a tweet by Fox reporter Jackie Heinrich. Uh, Heinrich was fact-checking a tweet by Trump that mentioned Dominion and specifically mentioned Hannity and Dobbs' broadcast discussing Dominion. Uh, Heinrich correctly fact-checked the tweet, pointing out that top election infrastructure officials said there was no evidence mm-hmm. that any mm-hmm. voting systems deleted or lost votes, changed votes, or in any way uh, was in any way compromised. Right. Um, Carlson texted Hannity, please get her fired. Seriously, what the... I am actually shocked. It needs to stop immediately, like tonight. It is measurably hurting the company. The stock price is down. Oh, oh, well. Not a joke. Oh, my God. That's... What's his son's name? Buckley's whatever. Inheritance. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop with the telling the truth. Buckley's... Buckley's going to have to work. mm -hmm. Pardon me? Buckley's going to have to work. Buckley might have to get a job. He's not going to be able to live on fish sticks for the rest of his life. The stock price. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor oh my Buckley. Won't somebody oh please think of Buckley? Oh, my God. Won't somebody please think of the trust fund, Fox children, also the frozen food. Air. Air. I know yesterday I said Logan's were all terrible people, but I would assume Buckley's are all pretty bad, too. I don't I know a few Logans. I don't know any Buckleys. But are the Logans, oh. are they jerks? Could I no. Could I I, a couple of them are good. Oh. Can I have my exorcist music, please? Sure. On the night of January 6th, oh, uh, Tucker one. Carlson referred to Donald Trump as a demean, demean, uh, demonic, demonic force in a text to his producer after Trump supporters stormed the Capitol. Fox hosts Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity immediately understood the threat to them personally. Huh. Read it as Linda Blair. Read his text as Linda Blair. <laughs> oh, no. We're screwed. That was Laura. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Carlson wrote his producer, Alex Pfeiffer, on November 5th. We really worked hard to build what we have. Oh, we, meaning we as an arm of the Republican right. you're Party. Not, you're not yeah. doing Linda Blair. Oh, I just, there's in my morning stack. Rupert Murdoch told Fox News CEO the network should help GOP win the Senate in any way we can. Oh, isn't that helpful? Aren't they helpful chipmunks? And also, I guess, a fair and balanced news organization. Uh, those... 
believers are destroying our credibility. Would that be the rioters he's referring to? Okay, it enrages me. He added he had spoken with Laura and Sean a minute ago, and they are highly upset. Oh, but I can't imagine mm. Laura Ingram upset. Oh. <laughs> All the tone, windows must have does shattered Does my tone of news. voice get unpleasant when I'm upset? Uh, he is, uh, oh, uh, what Trump is good at is destroying things. He's the undisputed world champion of that. He could easily destroy us if we play this wrong. Uh, late on January 6th, Carlson texted with Pfeiffer, his producer, mm-hmm. uh, that Trump is a demonic force, oh. a destroyer, but he's not going to destroy us. Oh, and then on January 26th, Carlson invited Mike Pillow on his show to discuss the same yeah. theories that he had already texted yep. were bull. Uh-huh. On his show, Carlson downplayed the Capitol riot, even referred to it as an election justice protest. Oh. oh. Elsewhere in the filing of text where Carlson tells Sean Hannity to get uh, the reporter fired for telling the truth, as we mentioned earlier. Okay. I still think it would be better as Linda Blair. I guess we can just keep this music for a little Okay. Well, I mean, it's long. <laughs> we can keep it going. Did you guys read this and go, thank God, none of my texts are public? They, they can't subpoena text to your husband, can they? <laughs> An exasperated producer for Laura Ingram. Now I want to see your text just because I... <laughs> I mean, I know they're bad. I just want to see them. Okay. It's usually more like, you won't believe what the dogs did this time. Yeah. that That's exactly it. Yeah. It's all dog related. An exasperated... The door's open. We're freezing. <laughs> An exasperated producer for Laura Ingram. I feel like that's a daily... That could use any day. For any producer, <laughs> I just I picture all her producers with their hair like mostly and pulled out. What in their hair? Hands, it's been like, pulled out. Trying to head. hold their phone with clumps of their hair in it. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Loringer's producer texted a Fox News executive shortly after the 2020 election to say the host was not heeding his warnings uh, that claims of voter fraud were BS. Uh, Tommy Firth, this would be Laura Ingram's producer. Oh, this poor guy. It's giving you a cold chill up your spine. Every well, producer's names. Oof. Producers Travis Bone and Chris Lavoy. Texts read as follows. Okay. He texted Ron Mitchell, one of the Fox News executives. Uh, oh, responsible for overseeing Laura Ingram's show. That's got to be also oh, a delightful, delightful job. Yeah. job. <clears throat> Laura, uh, could we speak to you? About- no! Ah, shut up. I'll do what I want. I'm just paraphrasing probably what she... Donna likes me the way I am. Do you think she's good at taking notes? Oh, God, no. Laura, we have some notes on listening. Ah, shove it up your ass. (laughs) Okay, you be Laura's producer trying to give me notes. Go ahead. Um, Nah, shut up. Homo. But Laura... This is from. This I can is, play this game this, all day. This is okay. from the network. I, I need to. Ow! I, I, need... I can blow it out their ass too. You're gonna get La- paper cuts on your ass from this. Ah! Laura, we're gonna get sued if you <laughs> don't stop talking. Laura about Dominion. Okay. <laughs> let me let me get through this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, okay. He uh, first um, bluntly captured dilemma. This Dominion is going to give me a aneurysm. As many times have I've told Laura it's BS. She sees posters and Trump tweeting about it redacted. Do you think that was C-word? Was that C-word redacted? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure it's not the first time she's been called the C-word. Mitchell, Mitchell responds, this is Bill Gates' microchip angle to voter fraud. Uh, Firth replies, redacted. Oof. Do you think it was you dumb C-word? <laughs> <I'm>... Later. 
Later in the day, Ron checks in. How's it going with the kooks? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. boy. All right. <laughs> like when your boss is even like, yeah, you work for a terrible, terrible person. And then just says, how's it going with the kooks? Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck with the kooks. That sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> Better get, you than me. I wonder if they get combat pay, Laura. They have more helmets, Laura Ingram's producers. Ooh. I have to go, you have to go tell Laura something. Oh, no, black jacket. Ow! I'd wear earplugs and I'd be afraid of her popping just my eardrums. Objects flying out of her office, bodies. Ow! When the door briefly opens. It's another dead producer's body. Okay. All right, we're officially having too much fun. Wait, you know why? Because it's a man meet Friday. It we have is. Glenn Kirshner, John Fugel saying, and Hal Sparks. What? It's they're all almost all of them are on my emblazoned on my bosoms. And Fran sexy liberal. Francisco can't join us today, but they did want to remind people their live show is in Portland, Oregon next Saturday. Oh, yes. Get tickets. You can go see them. To record their live and album. And then you can listen to the live album. Yeah. And you yes. can hear, hear yourself laughing at Frangela. Right. What right. more could you want? Because to, you were there. Go to Frangela.com for more info. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. You say what you want to say and let the words fall Honestly, I want to see you be brave What you want to say and let the words fall out Honestly, I want to see you be brave Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, a shout out to uh, Senator Fetterman this morning. Mm -hmm. Speaking of brave... Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. And shame on anybody, uh, you know, that is uh, trying to denigrate him for seeking help for depression, which, by the way, is a well-known thing that happens after stroke or heart uh, heart attack, mm -hmm. you know. And so it's, yeah, I don't know what else to say about that, but it's, you know, it, it, predictable and despicable. Um, Rick Wilson said, I've lost too many friends to depression in my life. It takes guts for Fetterman to admit he needs help in the public eye, knowing the hideous mockery that will come to him from the MAGA world. Oh, sure. Better mm -hmm. people will salute his courage. Uh, they're already, they already saying, are. They're already saying stuff about him yeah. on Fox News. Of course, they uh, they're they're calling his wife Lady Macbeth because she's the one who who had him committed and, and is now taking please. power. Oh please, yeah, please, please. Uh, is as she said in her tweet, no one wants to talk about their health more less than John does. Right, right. you know. Uh, Ed Krasenstein said, anyone attacking Senator John Fetterman after he sought help for depression should be ashamed of themselves. It's the stigmatism that makes people feel ashamed to seek help. Mm -hmm. Senator Fetterman is a perfect role model. A lot of people suffer from depression and help is available. Um, anyway, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. And, you know, he's this big imposing guy. He looks strong yes. as hell. Yes. But it's okay to, yeah. you know, it's okay to admit yeah. that no, he's, I, you're he, struggling mentally. He likely will save lives by, yeah. a lot of lives by by do, doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess you know, it's obviously recovering. My dad had a stroke. It is very, very hard to recover from a stroke. I'm sure it oh, is depressing. Can't even you know? imagine. Yeah. Uh, ben Collins, this is just, I don't know, there's so many the, nuggets in the Fox News Dominion yeah, I, lawsuit I, I, that I don't know where to I go I need a first. full story about this lady yes. because she sounds like a peach. Oh, we need to find this. He tweets, according to the Dominion lawsuit against Fox News, one of the sources for the network's quote-unquote election fraud information said she got her information from, quote, 
experiencing something like time travel in a semi-conscious state. What? That allows her to see what others don't see. Oh, God. Mm. I love oh God. her. I love her. I Was that all in the her. Chiron under, underneath her? Ah, it's too long for the Chiron. Just shorten it to Coke. Say she's an expert. With insider information. I just can't. I, today might be the morning. I know I've said it before, but I maybe might be unable to even. Okay. Anymore All right. After today. I thought that was yesterday. I know. I Sometimes it, I think it, so. It's a daily occurrence. All uh-huh. right. It's okay. like a producer at Fox News saying Laura Ingram is going to give me an aneurysm. That's a daily occurrence. <laughs> Hi. You know what? I need some hope from Seth, the homo of hope here in Los Angeles. Hello, Seth. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, man Meat Friday, this make, that makes this homo hopeful. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and speaking of man meat, I'm going through my files, and Travis, on Monday, I believe you were wearing a sweater that said hope on it, so mm-hmm. that would have made you the homo of hope uh-huh. on oh, Monday. I'm always a homo of hope. Okay. <laughs> you are, boyfriend. Give me hope. He um, hopes, he hopes so, I uh, have an aneurysm. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Travis, job. we're kidding. Yeah. I'll be out of a job. I wouldn't yeah. want that on you. Pay us. <laughs> no, we can't have that. Um, so between uh, yesterday, Lindsey Graham running away from reporters, George Santos running away from reporters, the famous Josh Hawley, January 6th, yeah. running away from reporters, running yes. away from the mouth, I think their theme song should be Jackson Brown's Running on Empty. Oh. And we should, like, yes. play that all the time. Speaking because they are the CS bitch party. Uh-huh. So, yes, la, la, so little they, time, so many CS bitches. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Nikki Haley. Oh my God, talk about running on empty. That speech, besides the like, contradictions, I loved it when, like, every line was an applaud line. And then when the audience forgot to applaud, she would stop and give that look like, bitches, applaud me. Yeah. <laughs> How about I don't kick sideways, I kick forward. That makes no sense. Because really? I'm, I'm 50 and I can kick. Aww. Everybody She's kicks. running on a little Rockettes platform. Isn't that oh fantastic? My God. Who kicks sideways? I don't know. That didn't make any sense. No. I, I, I actually got the reference, but it was still... Not other Republicans. She's kicking forward at yes. Bi- Biden something. Yeah, I mean, she should have chosen another metaphor. Yeah. Let me, Glenn Kirshner. I Next. did. Testimony corroborating Cassidy Hutchinson, if it could be elicited from Mark Meadows, would be very important. Uh, Cassidy Hutchinson also testified about how uh, on the mall, uh, as people uh, refuse to go through the metal detectors, and Donald Trump is complaining he doesn't like how the, the, the shot, the photograph is going to look, or the TV image uh, of a less than full crowd, uh, and he's told that people won't go through the magnetometers because they have weapons, and they don't want their weapons taken away, and Donald Trump's response is, then take down the effing mags. Uh, that kind of evidence, if Meadows was also a witness to it, that the president knew the crowd was armed, knew they were dangerous, uh, said, uh, as Cassidy testified, that uh, he didn't care because they weren't here to hurt him. Uh, This is, I think, among the most powerful evidence of the president's malign knowledge, corrupt intent, uh, and uh, Meadows could certainly corroborate that. He certainly could, couldn't he? Future Senator Adam Schiff. Well, if only there was somebody who could answer that question. Thank God, former U.S. Attorney Glenn Kirchner is here. Get me Glenn Kirchner! Glenn Kirchner!
Former 30-year federal prosecutor Glenn Kirshner. I can listen to him talk all day. Who has answered the call for his country once again. MSNBC legal analyst Glenn Kirshner. On the Steffi Miller Show all day. Piercing blue-eyed Glenn Kirshner. We got that Glenn Kirshner now and I feel okay. Oh, hi. Good morning, Glenn Kirshner. Good morning, Steph. <laughs> Everything he just said. Uh, what? Are, let's talk, I mean, obviously, huge week. Pence subpoena, Meadows subpoena. Um, but talk about what uh, future Senator Schiff would just set talking about in terms of Meadows in particular. Yeah, uh, Meadows is a high-value witness against Donald Trump. I also happen to believe he is a high-value target because all of the crimes that he seems to have committed together or for the benefit of Donald Trump. Um, So we'll see where Jack Smith lands on Meadows, whether he runs him exclusively as a witness and gives him a pass for all his crimes. That would not be my approach. I would charge Mark Meadows and then pressure him, flip him, and develop him as a cooperating witness against Donald Trump. And, And if I had to bet a buck, I would say, that is probably what Jack Smith has his sights set on. Glenn, you had said this seems to answer the question, is Meadows cooperating? Uh, looks like the answer is no, unless the subpoena is being used as cover. What's your yeah. What's your guess on that? So sometimes, Steph, we would, um, we would covertly arrest, for example, members of a conspiracy. When I say covertly, we wouldn't do it publicly. We, don't, we didn't want to alert the organization we were investigating that one of their own had been arrested, we would quietly flip them and then we would return them to the criminal organization to be our eyes and ears on the inside. So when I say cover, we do things for cover all the time. We don't do it publicly. We want to take advantage of it tactically until the time is right. So maybe Mark Meadows is cooperating. I think it unlikely, but if he is, you might give him a subpoena for cover to make everybody think he's not. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Pence. You said Mike Pence is now fighting his grand jury subpoena. Of course, he already revealed his conversation with Trump in his book, which ironic, oh, so help me God, which ironically are the last words of the oath he will be administered when he is ordered to testify in a grand jury. <laughs> um, you know, we've been talking about it just this delay tactic that Donald Trump has, you know, I guess, uh, perfected. This is all this is about, right? I mean, this this whole, his argument is just, it's going to take a little longer than just executive privilege to shoot down, isn't it? Yeah, Steph, you know, Mike Pence is the smallest person in America. I mean, think about it. Donald Trump committed any number of federal crimes by pressuring Mike Pence to violate the law, both the Electoral Count Act and to obstruct Congress's official proceeding of certifying Joe Biden's win. Then when he wouldn't do it, to Mike Pence's credit, he wouldn't join Donald Trump's conspiracy. Donald Trump then converted him into a victim by basically urging his angry mob to get after him, right? Because he didn't have the courage to do what was right. So Mike Pence is a witness, Mike Pence is a victim, and yet he still refuses to cooperate. And let me just touch on his claim now. He said, well, I was a member of the executive branch as vice president. That's true. But I was also a member of the legislative branch because on January 6th, I opened the ceremonial envelopes. Well, you know what? And what is he going to say next? I was once called for jury duty, so I'm also a member of the judiciary. Mm -hmm. Mike Pence's legal argument will fail 
and he will be forced to testify. Yeah. Let's uh, can you give me um, Chairman Schiff also talking about uh, Meadows as it relates to the classified documents crime. Let's, let's listen to that. Meadows has some very important information about their handling of classified documents. Uh, there was a you know, rather mysterious element to Cassie Hutchinson's testimony of documents being brought over by members of the intelligence, the House Intelligence Committee, to the White House. There's other testimony of documents being burned. We don't know what documents those were. We don't know where those documents that were brought over to the White House ended up either, uh, whether any of them made it to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and then, of course, you have this additional information now being reported about uh, digitizing classified information ending up on a laptop. Uh, you know, finally, there may actually be a laptop issue worth investigating. I mean, it, it, you can't write this stuff, right? <laughs> the Hunter Biden laptop. And now that may, might be yet another crime, right, that he, you know, electronically disseminated classified information. So Meadows, I mean, he's involved in both of these, isn't he? The classified documents and January 6th. He is. And, you know, Meadows and Pence are sort of the evidentiary pinnacle of incriminating information against Donald Trump. And I'm so heartened that we are now at a place, Steph, where Jack Smith, the special counsel, has subpoenaed both of them. He's trying to wrestle from both of them the evidence that they have about Donald Trump's crimes. That tells me, look, I investigated a whole lot of cases, including large-scale conspiracies, not as large as Donald Trump's conspiracy. And, and I know that we wait until the very end to get after the, the really high-value witnesses like Pence and Meadows. And that suggests that Jack Smith is moving toward the end game. And I think the end game will look like a whole bunch of indictments against a whole bunch of people. Yeah. You tweeted, uh, obviously, the other big news. Georgia grand jury believes some of the witnesses who testified about Trump's Georgia state election crimes lied. What does this mean for uh, D.A. Fawny Willis's investigation? Uh, please do tell. <laughs> the, oh, the conclusions boy, the, were there was thing. no fraud and people lied. So what does that mean legally? Fawny Willis is proving to be the strongest, bravest and most determined of prosecutors out there. And I don't say that to insult other prosecutors, but she's going to go down in history if she does the, the really difficult but necessary thing, which is indicting a former president for the first time in our nation's history. So the, the fact that the grand jury believed one or more people lied to them, obviously to cover up the crimes of Donald Trump, yeah. is really important because when somebody lies to the grand jury, that gives prosecutors leverage because now she can say, I will indict you for perjury. I will indict you for obstructing the grand jury investigation. I will indict you for being an accessory after the fact because your lie has the effect of helping Donald Trump get away with his crimes. Right. So you are an accessory after the fact. Now she has leverage against those lying witnesses that she didn't have before they okay. lied. But, you know, in that report that was issued, highly redacted though it was, you know, there was one other really important line that hasn't gotten a lot of play, Steph. The grand jury said, we set forth for the court our recommendations on indictments and relevant statutes, and then we have pages of redactions. Mm -hmm. So what they have announced is they have decided people need to be indicted, and here is the statute, here are the relevant statutes those people violated. So indictments are coming in Georgia. Yeah. There is almost no doubt yeah. indictments are coming in Georgia, and hopefully it is, as Fawny Willis told us, imminent. 
Yeah. Well, I, I got to say, Black Knight on Twitter agrees with you. She's, he said if you're a prosecutor in New York or in D.C. or in Jack Smith's office, you have to be looking at Georgia embarrassed that a local D.A. is going to beat you to charging Trump when you've had more time, more evidence and more resources. Uh, Fawny Will is putting everyone to shame. I, I mean, I, I have to say I agree. And I hope that other prosecutors, federal and state, will now have Fawny Willis's back. What do I mean by that? Listen, we don't bring charges just to support prosecutors in other jurisdictions that brought charges against the same target. However, DOJ has the goods. New York has the goods. Yeah. And if ever there's going to be a time to step up and, and drop that indictment on Donald Trump, it is after it's first done by Fawny Willis because, you know, she is going to have the not only the white hot glare of media attention around the world on her, she's going to have a lot of folks who are going to want to come to Atlanta and kick up dust and perhaps engage in a little bit of violence because their false god has yeah. now finally been criminally indicted. Well, you keep calling it the maiden legal voyage. Who's going to take the maiden legal voyage? And then you have to hope, uh, you know, that that uh, obviously inspires courage in others. You said the uh, uh, special counsel locked in at least eight secret court battles in Trump investigations headline. You just said, let's hope eight is enough. That's a good joke for someone my age. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Barb McQuaid is actually uh, Baruch assaulting this morning. She said Trump and allies are asserting real and imagined privileges, making DOJ fight in court for the evidence. This is why charging a former president takes so long. Just wish DOJ had started these battles sooner. Tick tock. I mean, yeah, yeah. Listen, we have to embrace the pace that Jack Smith has set, because right. by all accounts, he's going scorched earth. 100 miles an hour right. in the direction of justice. But it does raise the question, and we're going to have to do an autopsy report on why the Department of Justice didn't do a year ago or 18 months ago what Jack Smith is doing now. We need an answer to that question so we don't fall into the same trap in the future. Um, you uh, dropped a little tidbit in one of your tweets. You said uh, the Biden-Pence document discoveries actually increase the odds that Trump gets indicted. Mm. Um, don't let Trump and his criminal associates steal your hope. They want you hopeless. Don't give them that satisfaction. Um, can you explain that? Yeah, because now we see, we have a trifecta of government officials and former government officials who had documents they shouldn't have had. And we saw two of them, and I'm, I'm loath to give Mike Pence credit for anything, but when he does something right, I'm going to give him credit. We see two of them, Biden and Pence, doing exactly what you should do if you find that you have government right. property that you shouldn't have. You give it back. You alert the appropriate authorities. You invite them in, and you say, do me a favor. Have a look around, because I don't want to have anything I'm not supposed to have. When you have two high government officials showing how you deal with that circumstance, and one, Donald Trump, who says, you're not getting them back. I don't care if you subpoena me. I don't care if you search Mar-a-Lago. I will hide some, including on my nightstand, you know, because I, I need to sleep and there's too much light. Somebody bring me classified <laughs> folders to block the light, please. Right. Good night, moon. Good night, classified documents. <laughs> Listen, this is I read a lot of bedtime stories to my five daughters. Yeah. Um, so so we, we, we know how it should be done because we have two concrete examples from Pence and Biden about how it should be done. And that, I think, atmospherically yeah. increases the yeah. odds that Donald Trump 
has to be held accountable for doing it wrong. Yeah, because it is legal apples and oranges, right? I uh, And all uh, this just gave me hope. You said we all know Donald Trump has no loyalty any, to anyone but Donald Trump. Uh, when, not if, he's indicted, particularly federally, he will snitch out every single person on whom he has dirt. Hopefully that will mark the beginning of accountability uh, coming for the ruling cl- class criminals. Oh, that will be yeah. delicious. <laughs> and he will. Do you think he's going to stand up for anybody about whom he has dirt? Are you kidding me? He will sell out everybody, including, I believe, his family members, Jared, perhaps even Ivanka, um, in order to get himself a better deal, because that's who Donald Trump is. He's going to go from the art of the deal to the art of the plea deal. There's no special exemption for a daughter wife. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, and finally, we have to get to just the Matt Gates because uh, you said DOJ won't charge Matt Gates for alleged sex trafficking. Here's a deep dive into how federal prosecutors make charging decisions, otherwise exercise their prosecutorial discretion. And you just said in your 30 years as a prosecutor, you had declined to bring charges many times. Why do federal prosecutors decline to charge cases? Uh, it's not a one size fits all. What may have happened in the Gates case? Do tell. Because yeah, so for us lay people, we see Venmo at things, and we see him asking for pardon, and we go, guilty! <laughs> go yeah, ahead. And, and listen, I, I am not one to pull my punches when I think the Department of Justice has made the wrong decision or been too timid. Um, and I did a 22-minute video on my Justice Matters YouTube channel trying to explain all of that. Yeah. Um, but, but here's the thing, and, and I don't know behind the scenes. I've heard a lot of rumblings about what was going on behind the scenes in this investigation, but I don't have any firsthand knowledge of it. But when you have a witness like Joel Greenberg, who is almost unsponsorable because of all the lies he told and I heard, he continued to tell even after yeah. he signed up as a cooperating witness and pledged to tell the truth. He was still lying about stuff. And then you have sometimes victims like the 17-year-old victim who don't see themselves as victims. They are victims, but sometimes they refuse to provide information against the person who victimized them. And so if those were the two star witnesses, Steph, and neither one of them was strong enough to carry a case, and in combination, they weren't strong enough to carry a prosecution over the finish line, which is proof beyond a reasonable doubt, then DOJ probably made the hard decision that as much as we would like to bring charges and as much as it looks like Matt Gates committed crimes, we can't quite get there on the admissible evidence. Those are yeah. hard calls I had to make every day of the week for 30 years. So I empathize that yeah. it, it's it's really a horrible place to be when you know a crime has been committed, but you can't quite prove it with admissible evidence. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, when I'm president, you will be in charge of uh, everything. Okay. <laughs> decreeing that right now. All right. Love oh, you, boy. Glenn Kirshner. Don't forget his YouTube channel. It's fantastic. Yeah, we've linked we, to it. Yes. And we, we will see you next week, sir. Love you. Love you, Steph. Bye. See you guys. Bye, Thanks, Glenn. He's wearing a champion sweatshirt. Because he is the champion. He's referring to He is the champion. We are the champions. He is but, the champion. But yeah. More importantly, Glenn Kirshner is. Yes. Okay. 50, he's still listening to me. Suck up to him. You 50, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love us. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
okay, could you hit my heavenly choir? Sometimes Travis asks for things from the universe, and then they appear before it, they us. They answer, and you, 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 thought you, you thought it was special, and then you find out how special it is. I thought there were no more nuggets to be mined from Uh-oh. the Fox News Dominion lawsuit. Oh, uh, the headline is Sidney Powell cited woman who claimed to be headless, time-traveling entity, in email pushing election conspiracy theories. Oh my Does God. this have all our favorite things in it? It's a, she's an entity, <laughs> an entity, well. as in the Barbara Hershey movie that we love. It's she's headless. She uh, can time travel. Also, hang on, where was this part? It's, it has a little bit of nail in it. She oh uh, no, <laughs> pee in the wind. <laughs> she got her voter fraud claims from a woman who got her information from the wind, literally in a wind. Chickapee in the wind. Chickapee in a wind. Okay, Hugo Lowell tweets, Dominion has to show actual malice, reckless disregard by Fox News in defamation suit. One of the examples they gave last night was Maria Bartiromo's interview with Sidney Powell, uh-huh. who pushed voter fog claims from a woman who got her information from the wind and time travel. <laughs> the source also explained to Powell per email she forwarded to Bartiromo's show that the woman said she knew deceased former Fox CEO Roger Ailes huddles every day with Rupert Murdoch about airing anti-Trump material. Bartiromo later testified at deposition it was nonsense. Really? Dead Roger Ailes <laughs> doesn't huddle with the headless lady in the win win? And, and because, Rupert Murdoch. Oh, wait. We have details there's, when we get there's back. More. There's more. But wait, there's more. And John Beagle's thing and House Parks coming up. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Our military, through the North American Aerospace Defense Command, so-called NOR- NORAD, closely scrutinized uh, the uh, our airspace, including enhancing our radar to pick up more, more slow-moving objects above our country, around the world. In doing so, they uh, tracked three unidentified objects, one in Alaska, Canada, and over Lake Huron in the Midwest. They acted in accordance with established parameters for determining how to deal with unidentified aerial objects in U.S. airspace. At their recommendation, I gave the order to take down these three objects due to hazards to civilian commercial air traffic and because we could not rule out the surveillance risk of sensitive facilities. Hmm. Thank you, Dark Brandon. Um, Who got a I clean know, bill of health yesterday. Yes, yes, he certainly did. Also, Travis cannot talk enough about these balloons. So let's, so let's, oh, look. <laughs> Oh, why look, Trump officials knew about Mr. Balloons, but never connected the dots to China. Damn balloons. Huh. Hmm. I'm sure a lot of Republicans will be very consistent in their criticism then of mm-hmm. Trump who missed this entirely. Uh, defense officials during the Trump administration were aware of other spy balloons incursions into U.S. territory, uh, but never reported these incidents to the White House, never reached a definitive conclusion that they originated from China. Um, that's because they had a completely incompetent commander-in-chief and they were afraid to tell him anything because he's a lunatic you know what they needed mm. a headless time traveling woman to tell them what was going on with that's the correct okay let's go back to this story because how could we ever leave it even for a minute so the between texts from laura ingram and her producers ah admitting... this lady 
is just fantastic. Sometimes the comedy gods listen to us. Okay, so this would be the woman. If you thought Sidney Powell was crazy, this is the this woman. This is where Sidney Powell gets her crazy from. A woman that Sidney Powell trusted. A trusted advisor she to Sidney Powell. <laughs> yes, a woman who claimed to be a headless time traveling entity. This combines all our favorite movies. Someone get Barbara movies, Hershey. All our favorite movies. Oh my God! It's Barbara Hershey. Barbara Hershey and Jodie Foster can get together. It's like the, the, she got her information from In a Wind, and she's an entity. Oh my God! Oh, I'm talking about the best. Nell meets entity. The best oh my God. movie ever. We have Bette Midler play daughter of entity. <laughs> Bette oh Midler God. can play Sidney Powell, and Barbara Hershey can play this woman. All my dreams are coming true. <laughs> okay. A court filing sent a wild email Sidney Powell sent to Fox to support her claims of voter fraud. Okay, you're not effing with me, right? This no, is this an actual is real... story that Hugo Lowell is reporting. Okay. No, this isn't Hugo Lowell reporting. This is Business Insider reporting, but okay. Hugo Lowell okay. had some additional okay. deets. The email which Powell forwarded came from a person who describes themselves as decapitated. Powell, Powell used it as a, a proof of her voter fraud claims before a Fox appearance. Mm -hmm. According to the Dominion lawsuit, uh, Trump allied lawyer Sidney Powell sent Fox an email full of wild claims for a woman claiming to be a decapitated time traveler. Oh, boy. As you do. You were saying this proves something from no, no, Back to the Future. No, because no this, is, this is important for Back to the Future, too, because in Back yeah. to the Future, too, they tell us if you uh -huh. run into yourself, you will pass out and That's you right. could cause a break in the space-time right. continuum. But if you were headless, you, if you, were headless, you can't recognize run into yourself and see yeah. yourself. Yeah. So you know what? This yeah. woman was saving the universe yeah. and all of time. Yeah. Why are you beheading yourself? Why are you beheading By yourself? By decapitated time travel. This is important. They, Details are important. Are we going into claimed, the multiverse with this? The source claimed, oh, I'm going to need more. Uh, it's coming. Heaven it, 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 it runs out after this. Bit. Well, this woman does not run out. <laughs> I know. She's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> she claimed that Dominion was to blame for election irregularities and also described herself as internally decapitated. Wait. In How do, uh, wait, uh, wait, 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 that's different than decapitated. What, 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 what's the definition of you internally know, decapitated? Kids, I only, I can only. I'm going to say that means her head breathe. was full of nothing. <laughs> Who am Just I? Just a big old balloon right here on top of her head. <laughs> Like, like it. There's no explanation as to what internally decapitated means. Ex maybe instead of externally decapitated, she just in her head she feels like will, she might be decapitated. Lost gonna, all will to live? Maybe. I'm going to Google internally decapitated okay. just to see. Yeah, uh, just safe to see. Just, to, just put the tip in just to see. Okay. Who am I and how do I know all this? I've had the strangest dream since I was a little girl. I was internally decapitated and yet I live. The wind, capitalized, tells oh, me oh, oh. I'm a ghost, but I don't believe it. Is so it, is in, she a, a, ghost in a wind, a is she, in a wind, tells her she's a chickapay. Is she a ghost from a wishing well? Again, no further information. Okay, Chris, oh, all right. But perhaps, yes, Travis. Internal decapitation is a thing, and you can survive it. Can you? It is when the skull becomes detached from the spinal cord. I hate when that happens. At another point, she described herself as being able to time travel in a semi-conscious state. Mm -hmm. Semi? Bartiromo uh, said during her deposition for the case that she was aware of the email and called it nonsense. However, during that November 8th appearance, neither Powell nor Bartiromo mentioned the email. Oh, that's interesting. They left that out. Conveniently. Conveniently. But gave credence to the allegation that election fraud was taking place and that Dominion was helping. 
Okay. <coughs> Malia Badawomo. Oh, no. I can't go to prison. I'm too pretty. Oh, uh, yeah. With her jugs? This is Travis. I don't want the story to be over. There's nothing... You know... There's nothing that comes after this. Let's put it out into the universe that we need to know more. Just let the universe universe i just want to do this story forever and ever i don't want to ever move on to i am a humble news. man i am not internally decapitated i cannot time travel semi-consciously oh my god Chris. but i want to know more now about it. meets the entity daughter of entity we've been daughter of nell's entity we've been pining for son of entity the sequel we were Why asking, not make this the sequel? We were asking for the wrong thing. Right. All we were at, we, and all this time, we need a daughter of Entity. We could have gone home anytime we wanted to. There's no place like Entity. There's no place like Entity. Okay, speaking of election losers. Oh, my uh, God. We really? need to, we need to um, give everybody out there homework. Watch The Entity Please. with Barbara Hershey so oh. that you understand what we're talking about. She is, uh, I've never seen it, and I understand she is completely what we're talking about. continually raped by a sound effect, and despite the fact that you could hear it coming. I'm just... I don't... I don't. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. You can, can you see. hear it coming when you're internally decapitated? Uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> and, that's the part. And we say... That Son of Entity, the sequel, yes. is an invisible child, much like Not Me in Family Circus. That's right. That runs around and yes. does things. Yes. And Shenanigans ensue. Exactly. Not and you me. Know what? Not me. Can't we, see me. We didn't know that he was the innocent one when actually it was the girl that was running. The daughter was yeah. out there running around doing election interference. The, the like decapitated with, entity. The with the Binyam machine. machines. He's the invisible son of rape. And that does not seem funny, Chris. I can't believe you even... Not me. Okay. <laughs> well, Barbara Hershey had children. In, right. In the, her character had children real in ones, the movie. Yeah, yeah, real ones that weren't invisible. Right. Right. But it was the invisible one that caused all the trouble. Yeah, yeah. that's what causes all the trouble. Look at the kids. How those cookies go missing. Not me. Okay. You know, Jody, by the time this John, is the weirdest Friday show ever. Jody's not even here. Right. By the I'm time just... John and Hal get here, they're going to be like, what the hell are you people talking about? Time traveling? Yeah. Decapitated people? Okay. I'm sorry. I think Hal I was, should explain was, this whole thing to us. I was on the subject of election losers. Oh, Carrie Lake lost again. An she Arizona did. appeals court has rejected Carrie Lake's challenge of her November loss to Katie Hobbs again. Oh, Carrie. It's another horror film, Carrie. Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna buy that election denier? Who's gonna make that big mistake? Who wants to vote for the scary ladies? The scary lady, carry lady. Sleepy Joe, he's the one that said couldn't cut the cake. Who wants to tell poor Uncle Donnie? Joe's run over Carrie Lake. Get out! Who wants to vote for Carrie? Get out! Who wants to vote? 
Rocky Mountain Mike. Wow, now they're on the subject of horror films. Why not? Why not do a, a remake of Carrie with Carrie Lake, right? Katie Hobbs, so one day, goes to pay her respects and just her hand comes up under the dirt. Ah! I won! I'm the duly elected governor of Arizona. Who's going to spill the pig blood Yeah, on I was going to say, is somebody going to dump pig blood on her when she's announcing yeah. that she won the election that she didn't uh -huh. win? Uh-huh. Who's going to throw tampons at her? And then she lights the gym oh, on fire. Oh, uh -huh. my God. Okay. We need a little vacation. Okay. Hey, who said the wonderful thing about young people is they have no patience in the best of ways. No patience with bigotry. No patience with people destroying the planet. No patience with this endless scourge of gun violence. We need more of that impatience. Who said that? Segment in the Sea Monsters. No. Future Senator Adam Schiff. Oh. Who okay. believes the children are the future. He's good. That's fantastic. Hello, Georgia. Oh. oh. Wow. Hi, Georgia, North Dakota. Winter. Hi, George. Hi, Mama. Hi, Hi. everyone. Um, I just wanted to call because I have to admit, I was a little triggered when I heard you say that uh, John Fetterman was getting mocked for checking in for depression. Yes. I'm a nurse up here in North Dakota, and I have had to treat patients who have status post-CVA. And I have a friend who has a, who's had a stroke. And it's gut-wrenching sometimes to hear them say, you know... I, I wish that stroke had killed me because I can't live like this. I can't put my family through this. When when you're fully independent and you suffer a stroke, even if it's a minor stroke, and you lose partial control sure. or partial feeling in your body, it is absolutely devastating. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And it's gut-wrenching to hear uh, them say this. So when I hear that, and I know Trump and all of the maggots are listening to you right now, I just want to say I, I don't condone violence, but if I hear you say that and you're in arm's reach, you're probably going to need the ER. And I'm six foot four, 300 pounds. I can do that. Yeah, well, it's unfortunately this is the you know the world we find ourselves in. You know, people post all the time when Trump says something, him mocking that disabled reporter, saying this should have been over yeah. right then. Yeah. But you know that's when all this started. But anyway, thank you, George. I appreciate it. Everything everyone just said is either obvious or wrong. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Dana in Massachusetts. Love letter for you, Travis. Uh -oh. It's for you. Hi, Dana. Hi. Good morning, you guys. Good Hi. morning. I was just calling. Hi. I wanted to call and tell you that you have absolute treasures on your show. I do. And Travis especially Travis, are just the apple. I think they make my day. And that entire headless conversation a minute yes. ago yes. was just the perfect amount of nerd. You need to give him a raise. Yes. Okay. No, <laughs> but thank you for... I'm, I'm just... <laughs> This is this this serves as a raise. This is all he needs. I've I've listened to Idiot of the Week enough. Like so, when I see that kind of reportage, right. I'm really really invested. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, <laughs> the comedy gods Love are not guys. as good to us every day. But thank you, <laughs> right. Dana, for yeah. We, we well, listen. We acknowledge the days the comedy gods gift right. us and say thank you. Can't do bon mots like that yeah. every day. Thank when you, you, headless time traveling entity. I mean, I thought we were winning when it was just 
Laura Ingram's producer getting an epping aneurysm. Right. Right. But then right. you don't know good until you see it. Right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, universe. Okay. All right. Wow. Uh, hmm? What? Michelangelo in uh, Denver. Hello. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Back on. oh pardon do? me. Oh. Hi, Mike. Welcome. Michelangelo. Hello. Hi, go ahead. Hello. I don't know what I did. Hi, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> go ahead. Stephanie? Yes. Hi. Steph, it's Karen. Oh, Karen. Oh, hi, Karen. I don't know. You're not on the board, but go ahead. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a headless okay. Karen entity. That may Are or you may, time traveling, that Karen? That may or may not be Karen. Is this semi conscious? I am. I, yes, I, I am. And. Um, <laughs> Wow. My stem, my stem, what is it, Travis? My stem cell or whatever is detached. Oh, your brain, yes, your, your brain is detached from your, yes. your, 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 my, your skull yes. is detached from your spine. Yeah, you decapitated okay. Michelangelo Thank from Denver. It's right now. Look, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure what was happening, but right, um, thank you for clarifying yes. that for me. Um, anyway, no, I was just, I was just saying to your screener, Krista, um, oh my God, that, Karen! You uh, know better than that. I no. lectured you about that in the past. I know. <laughs> yes, All right, go did. ahead, Karen. Yes, you did. Anyway, no, I just want to say this. I am so sick and tired of these white, well-connected, powerful, privileged white men getting away with everything. You know, the Matt Getz thing really triggered me yesterday. I was, I just. They, it's just, it's not right that they can get away with this. But, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, these women who um, associate and think that they're protected somehow, you're not. You're not going to be protected. Yeah. You know, everything that you do that is illegal, believe me, there is going to be consequences for you. Yeah. I, you know, so I just, anyway. By the way, yeah. I love the headline this morning. Trump claims exoneration after no mention of him in the grand jury report with the redacted names. That's because it's redacted, you idiot. You stupid yeah. idiot. And well, I hope Glenn Kirshner is right that he, Fawny Willis is going to be the first one to indict him. Mm -hmm. And it's hilarious that he thinks because he wasn't, he wasn't mentioned because he's the target. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Right. Sorry. Right. Exactly. You know, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, did you hear this one? She's saying that the people that stormed the Capitol are, were Antifa. And this mm. is all after she visited these people in jail right. and um, called them political prisoners. Right. So right. I think we know who the leader of Antifa is now. Right. I think she is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is the headless entity in this story. Um, okay, this would lead to Baby's uh, announcement from the uh, for bassinet of the important sections of the Georgia report which do not even mention President Trump's name have nothing to do with the president because President Trump did absolutely nothing wrong. Huh? Huh? <laughs> the fact is, President, it was President Trump's constitutional duty to ensure the election safety, uh, security, and integrity. President Trump will always keep fighting for the time for true and honest elections in America. Thank you to the special grand jury in this great state of Georgia for your patriotism and courage <laughs> and total exoneration. The USA is very proud of you. This doesn't mean what you think it means. Oh. <laughs> he sounds like a headless time traveler. He's an entity. Wow, wow, wow. Ooh, he does not know what's coming no. from him, does he? No, 29 minutes after that. I know it's coming from me. John Fugel. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Next.
The issue here is whether or not a vice president who served as president of the Senate should be subject to a subpoena to appear in court. But would you voluntarily the Justice Department has insisted The Justice Department has insisted on that and on reserving that right in the event this were a matter that would go to trial. And, uh, oh, chuckly said Santa. It's so oh, sad when no. he gets subpoenaed. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I have rights too. Oh, God, that's sanctimonious. Could I, uh, yes, one more. We just simply made it clear to them we think it is not only unprecedented, but it's unconstitutional. And so we'll... Uh, um, Would you be open uh, to volunteering? But I will tell you, look, I've, as I've said, I've written extensively about this. I've spoken mm. extensively. Um, it's different than just, going under uh, Well, no. Uh, he yeah, refers to, he's written in his book, his stupid book that we're not buying. Yep. But we are buying the I'm Not Buying Your Stupid Book mm-hmm. t-shirt at StephanieMiller.com, we are. aren't we? Yes. Thank you. All right, please bring me my personal Google comedy. Sang, hi. Oh, hi, John. Hi. Hi, kids. Greetings from the New York Bureau. Good morning. And nobody panic. His hair is its uh, not shorn. It is just pulled back. Yes. Yeah. I'm doing the ponytail this morning, but I'm, I'm cutting it soon. Cutting oh. it soon. Oh. Boy, thanks Thanks for playing that brave Mike Pence clip. It's so great to yeah. hear from a guy who desperately wants the votes of people who tried to kill him. I yes. just, it's wonderful. <laughs> yes. Oh, also, wait, do we have 22? He was also very helpful in admitting that they want to blow up Social Security and Medicare. Uh, I yeah. believe, doesn't he? Yeah, hang on. We have to have a conversation hmm. about reforming entitlements in the days ahead. Huh? I think we can replace the New Deal programs with a better deal. I think in Social Security, you can keep all the promises that you made to seniors. You can, people that will retire within the next 20 years, no changes. But to give options to younger Mm. Americans to invest a portion of their Social Security in a private savings account and get a better deal, uh, I think is an idea whose time will come. You think there's an appetite for that? Look, it's, it's all about leadership, Sandra. I really believe that. It's all about leadership. Old people just don't know they want to eat cat food yet. That's, the, That's one of the That's options it. that they need to explore. Yeah. Hi, John. You nailed it. The only thing scarier than Mike Pence saving democracy is uh, Dan Quayle giving Mike Pence tips on how to save democracy. I mean, can you imagine if those Capitol rioters, can you imagine if they had gotten to Mike Pence and beaten them up? Yeah. Can you imagine how much he'd be praising Trump now? This guy is going to such incredible lengths to avoid cooperating with law enforcement and telling them the truth. And he's trying to use the speech and debate clause. And he's claiming that because he's the president of the Senate, he can use that to avoid cooperating with law enforcement and telling the truth. Yeah. But the first four lines of it are the senators and representatives. It doesn't apply to vice presidents. Mike Pence has finally become Donald Trump. He's paying lawyers to beat up the Constitution. Yeah. Listen, I know that you you mostly like to kill my uh, justice erection, but... uh, Oh, gosh. Oh, no, 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 I don't. No, My I don't. Justice I just Boner. Don't. But I'm just saying, Glenn Kirshner has said, I feel like we are uh, in the end game, and I feel like Fawny Willis is going to be first out of the gate based on what we you know, learned this week. Yeah. But I think the Pence and Meadows subpoenas show that we're at least in the end game uh, federally. I have to hope that Fawny Willis, like, who is America's early warning sign? Black ladies. Thank you. Why does it, they have to do everything? She's going to have to go first, yeah. I think. They're going to make her do all the work for it, I'll tell you. But it's it's pretty amazing. I am I have never been less scared of Ron DeSantis 
than I am right now. I've been saying for a very long time, liberals, let's not blow this, because personally, I want to see Donald Trump lose the popular vote a third time. That's just me. But uh, on, a, on a scary level, I thought, can 82-year-old Joe Biden stop uh, Ron DeSantis? And I've come to believe he can. Ron DeSantis is already outracist himself. Uh, I'm not really afraid of it. I do fear that if Donald Trump is indicted, he's a lock for the nomination because it's going to make the MAGA faithful more yeah. rapidly. Well, that means them. Travis and my dream may actually come true, and that is that he will... Third party run from he will, jail? Yeah, well, he'll build your dream. He'll lose the popular vote again, but in a third party run from jail. And we all get, oh. we all get a win. That's a... Dream right? big. Yeah. Dream Thereby big. clearing the field for future president Nikki Haley. <laughs> ah! Oh boy. Not gonna happen. We have oh eighteen. Yes, why not? Let's uh, let's please let's tap into some of the electric energy that is the Nikki Haley presidential run. So, if you had to delineate where, say, you and President Trump differ mm. on issues, mm-hmm. where would you start? Well, first, let's say in reference to Whoopi. Um, you know, the thought of me getting into the race makes the liberals' heads explode. And so I yeah, welcome right. that because it shows we're doing something right. Really. You know, when it comes to what we're looking at now, listen to the first 20 minutes of your show. Mm-hmm. Look at everything that's wrong in this country and mm-hmm. tell me we don't need new leadership. But the difference is yeah, we need new generational leadership. Mm-hmm. She didn't answer the question. question. Yeah. And and by the way, get used to that. And if you don't like that Nikki Haley opinion, don't worry. She's got more. But I I kept (laughs) thinking the best part about her running for president was she'd finally have to announce what her opinions are. Yeah. She still can't. Her only opinion is I'm the daughter of immigrants, legal immigrants, the kind God likes. Right. And she's running for vice president for both Trump and DeSantis. Watch to see this. I would bet money right now that Tim Scott will be the running mate for whichever one of those guys gets the nomination. I mean, they're both running from yeah. South Carolina, where the governor, lieutenant governor, and Lindsey Graham have already endorsed Trump. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Oh, please, please, Nikki, go on. What specific policy areas would you would you say part with Donald Trump? What I am saying is I don't kick sideways. I'm kicking forward. Joe Biden is the president. He's the one I'm running against. And what I'm saying is you don't have to be 80 years old to be president. We don't need to have (laughs) these same people going back again. We need something new. We need a new generation of fighters. Mm. We need people that understand whether you're American, your average American is coming from, and we shouldn't be afraid to fight for that. And that's what I'm willing to do. I'm not going to kick sideways. I don't have time for that that's not my focus i'm kicking forward it's all about joe biden and it's all about the people in america winning again thank god someone is finally running on the the rocket on the rockets platform she's her point is she's 50 and she can kick and everyone else is old is that her point no remember how much they praised her when she took down the confederate flag remember how much the media praised her some of us don't need nine black people shot in a church to know the confederate flag is wrong yeah and then she dumped donald trump which was her second confederate symbol she gave up on but now she's not going to do anything directly she'll never directly she'll make these references to people over 75 should have competency testing which i don't think is legal in a free society and uh, oh she talked about that did she mean the man woman camera test is that what she was talking about? how would donald trump do on the competency test if uh at at 76 years old 
You know, I think he did great the last time he did it. I have no great. reason to think he wouldn't do well this time. But I do think we need it. And it's across the board. I don't think it's for president. I think you look at Congress. Look at all the members of Congress. You have to start doing this oh, for no. elected officials. When people send someone to Washington, they need to know they're at the top of their game. That's why I think those competency tests are important. We can't have someone like Joe Biden who's asleep at the wheel and have China sitting there threatening us and us wondering if he actually knows what's going on. This yeah. is good for America oh, to do competency yeah. tests. This isn't about that's one right. person. Well, this is about everything that's yeah. happening in D.C. First of all, she just right. lost Chris LeBoy's vote because she said important. No. However... <laughs> by the way, Hannity lost 5 million viewers for saying delineate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and Biden is a healthy, vigorous 80-year-old uh, uh, male, as a physician declares. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay, Nikki. What you got now? Well, also, I don't think it's a constitutionally sound thing to require a competency test for any candidate. That's not in the Constitution. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the the, yeah, well, the, the qualifications way, for being president are clearly in the Constitution. Yeah. When Donald Trump was bragging that he passed a dementia test, all that did was tell the rest of us they made him take a dementia test. Correct. So, right. she, and by the way, I want to commend Nikki Haley. If you're going for the Republican presidential nomination, attacking senior citizens is a really innovative way to do it. Yeah. Well done, Nick Yeah, Rana. and blowing up Social Security and Medicare. Fantastic. She's Keep going go with Republicans it. who love immigrants uh, market. Very good, Nimrata. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> By the way, you tweeted, Ron DeSantis promises he'll never allow the children of racists to feel bad for five minutes about the realities of racism. That's what Stop Woke is. That's all he's selling. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. It is amazing yeah. That, that this is still what they're running on, is not banning guns, banning books in schools, right? Yeah, and that's the fear. Look, I mean, all of this Stop Woke stuff, all it is is about white fragility. It's all about a white, it's a white comfort bill, and it's trying to ban white discomfort. If anyone says anything that might make a white kid feel uncomfortable, if anyone in any classroom says anything uh, about LGBT people, any Yahoo can sue anyone they want. That's all these laws are. They're not going to last. It's all Ron DeSantis paying lip service to racists. And the guy is just, it, it's so myopically stupid that he's still running so hard for the Republican nomination. He's already gone too far racist to ever come back. And yeah. So they're going to go with after Joe Biden for his age. I'll tell you, I've said this before. We have a brand new video that we just put up about this. Um, I don't mind having an 80-year-old president. Harrison Ford is 80, and and uh, uh, Paul McCartney's 80, and Carol King is 80. I, I Listen, an 80-year-old president, I don't mind having a guy who's not thinking about his mistress or what his next job is going to be. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, this is the party of Reagan who, hmm, yeah. sorry, yeah. <laughs> clearly had Alzheimer's in several years in, in you know office. Um, so, by the way, you, uh, Matt Gates, this was a bad week for justice on that front. Matt Gates, uh, uh, not charged. And you said, uh, Matt Gates said, wait, I had to get married for nothing. I th <laughs> 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 That's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's a good thing to be very cozy with the Florida DA's office, isn't it? Especially when your dad is a gazillionaire in Florida. Yeah. Well done, Matt. Yeah. Um, by the yeah. way, a fun fact about I did not know about Rachel, Raquel Welch. You said in 1981, Raquel Welch filled in for Lauren Bacall on Broadway in Woman of the Year for two weeks. Her reviews were so good, she was invited back to perform the title role again for six months in 1982. Yep. That's I, I just got sick of everyone talking about how hot she was. She was right. really hot, undeniably. And she was hot well into her 70s. But, but like, she was such a great performer. She was yeah. a really good actor. She was a really good singer, a really charming on-camera personality. And so, yeah, I wanted to celebrate, you know, 
a bit of what she did besides her uh, genetic blessings. Yeah, yeah. Which, like yes. you, Seth, huh? you're not just a gorgeous girl. You, 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 you're good at other things, too. I can't think of them right now, but you have many All good right, things. All right, but you'll get back to me. But you'll she, get back to me. She's with built them. like a surfboard. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I'm Rocco Welch inverted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you, John Fugelsang. Sirius XM Progress, yeah. the best channel. John Fugelsang, the best show. Love you. Uh, tonight, Ilhan Omar joins me. Ooh. We're going to have a Black special, and she's a part of it. And then next week, I'll see you in uh, the studio. Yay! Yay! John Fugelsang in studio <laughs> next week. All right. Love you. Goodbye. Thanks, John. Hey guys, thank you. The place where dreams come true. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. No way. Jay Daisy, Sydney Powell used to be your boss. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay, but details, girl. <laughs> oh, I. Oh, funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what I was, I wondered, because I've tried to look this up and uh, find uh, any reference to it, but her father, is, her grandfather is Supreme Court Justice Lewis Powell, okay. which is how she knows Miss Jenny Powell, Miss Jenny Thomas. Okay. And uh, at one point, the Dallas office took all of the uh, Supreme Court appeals out of New Orleans, mm -hmm. brought it to the Dallas office. New Orleans was having fits, but I was assigned to work for Cindy Powell, who took over all of those appeals. Okay. okay. That was about the time that Woody Harrelson's father's appeal came through. Wow. And she had a call into her grandfather. I held the phone. And, and was she uh, consulting with headless entities at that point, or <laughs> is this new? No, you know, she was the most beautiful, tall, brunette, Raven, I mean, her hair mm. was beautiful. Her eyes are beautiful blue. Mm. Nothing like what she looks today. But same person, of course. Sure. Uh, yeah. And so um, that's how she knows Jenny Thomas. Okay. Oh, that's how she got into the positions that she's in. Dear God. You know, Do you know what happened to her? Where did, yeah. like, where, where, did, where did she, like, go, go crazy? crazy? <laughs> yeah. What's the word? You know, I have no idea huh. because that was back in the 80s. Right. And uh, she seemed very, I mean, she like she could go into, she was so elegant, she could go into Neiman Marcus and they would fall over. Sure. Because she, her elegance. Right. Was she was, she was an elegant and powerful woman. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, so I don't know how we got from there to so, listening to Headless Entities, but here we are. Wow. In case you missed that part of the show. Well, you know. She, uh, I'm sorry, women that are internally decapitated and yeah. uh, get their information from the wind. Which is a factual thing that can happen. Yes. Sometimes powerful people are, like, they end up not being told no, you know? Once and they, they end once up... They, they, once end they get up, a lot of power, and so they think that everything they say is import. Right. Yes. Yes. So I think okay. that may have happened to her. That's why it's good that you guys tell me every morning that I'm... Uh, 
crazy and nothing I say is of any value. See, that way I can I stay grounded. I stay tethered. I don't get my information in the wind. Because otherwise because I you'd am be talking. tethered firmly to earth well, because of you too. We say you're crazy and you're flat chested. So Well, where's the lie detector? <laughs> but you know what? You haven't been talking to decapitated time right. traveling yes. entities. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're I'm, welcome. Am I getting sued by Dominion? No. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, no men. You're look welcome. At, look at what we do for you. The sacrifices right. we make for you. <laughs> You are out here every morning for me. Yeah. Okay. We're you trying know, to make you better. I can't get through the rest of the show without knowing how Lara Trump does it all. How does she, how does Mrs. Eric? Well, she got Trump fan mail asking. How do you have time to do it all? Oh, Wife, mother, political commentator, so kind, gorgeous. Oh, and great legs. You are the world. Wow. Well, thank you. Um, I, you know, my legs are very muscular because I work out a lot and do a lot of uh, so great. crazy things like triathlons and CrossFit. Um, I don't know how I have time to do all the things that I do, although I feel like I probably should sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, thanks for sharing. Oh, I was worried about her sleep now. What she said do she does isn't a whole lot. Well, also, I don't... It's just, it's a lot with the... Yeah, get, just arranging the nannies while I'm how do you CrossFit, say and it's really... A, She's oh, never done a triathlon in her life, has she? being a multimillionaire and having this... Okay. Um, crazy right-wing bitches and CrossFit. Discuss. Chris? Marjorie I, Taylor Greene? Lara Trump? Is it a right-wing lady thing? You know my thing about CrossFit. CrossFit's so a thing. I don't even want to talk about CrossFit. Yeah, CrossFit's not our territory. Oh boy, Mick in New Jersey. In, oh, New York. I'm sorry. Hi, Mick. Go ahead. Stephanie, I really think that you and Hale should be filling guest hosts on the Daily Show. Oh, all right. yes. I think you. I think they should too. Yes, Chris, get on that right away. That's, yeah, they have a bigger yeah. budget if, than us. Yeah, listen. If Don Lemon thinks Nikki Haley's too old to live, I'm too old to do anything. <laughs> that was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't want to hear about any morning show drama unless Jennifer Aniston and Reith Witherspoon are in it. Do you understand? <laughs> and there's some lesbian vibes. CNN you need some lesbian drama. vibes too. All right. Yes, exactly. And a little hot lesbian sex. Where was, was I? Was there lesbian sex in the morning show? Oh yeah. Was oh, there? My God. Oh, are you kidding me with Juliana Margulies? Oh my God. What? Wow. And Reith Witherspoon. Oh, spoiler alert. Okay. Wow. How's McDreamy doing? Is he muerto? <laughs> is he muerto yet? Yes! <laughs> Spoiler alert. We've been waiting for that one for 10 years. Real good? <laughs> You've been warning me forever. Oh, uh, wait till you get to that. And then I get to it. I'm like, oh, oh God. God. Okay. And you but, still didn't see it coming, did but, you? But McSteamy is still around, right? No. Oh, oh no. no? He, okay. was, he was gone okay. long before. McSteamy. McSteamy's on euphoria now, molesting teenagers. Okay, you missed it. why they renamed the hospital. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yay dave in vegas with happy clappy news okay. hi dave 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 dave's not here man davy da davy dave are you there davy you got eaten by goliath hmm. ah he says trump's going down of course he's not there just someone make me happy well <laughs> usually you have people on hold for 60 minutes so i don't <laughs> so he put sorry. the phone down <laughs> sorry i don't want to see trump going down Sorry, um, we uh, mentioned this earlier in the show, but can we give another love and light and shout out to Senator John Fetterman? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, his office said, while John has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, it only uh, became more severe in recent weeks. 
His wife um, encouraged others to hold your loved ones close. You are not alone. After what he's been through in the past year, there's probably no one who wanted to talk about his own health less than John. I'm so proud of him for asking for help and getting the care he needs. This is a difficult time for our family, so please respect our privacy. For us, the kids come first. Um, and that did not stop the right wing from being awful. Nope. But uh, please, if you need help, get it. This is That is a profile in courage and good for him. How Sparks is next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. When I came into office, I instructed our intelligence community to take a broad look at the phenomenon of unidentified aerial objects. We know that a range of entities, including countries, companies, and research organizations, operate objects at altitudes for purposes that are not nefarious, including legitimate scientific research. I want to be clear. We don't have any evidence that there has been a sudden increase in the number of objects in the sky. We're now just seeing more of them partially because the steps we've taken to increase our radars, to narrow our radars. And we have to keep adapting our approach to uh, delaying, to dealing with these challenges. Thank you, Dark Brandon. Can I have my apology music, please? I would like to once again apologize for adding to the balloon problem by buying my uh, girlfriend a day late, day after Valentine's Day discount balloon that I lost control of somewhere over Franklin Avenue. Actually, it's probably above Santa Monica Boulevard now. Because it just wants to that. have a little fun till the sun comes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. But Norad sh- uh, shot it down. Yeah, right. and I apologize to Norad for the distraction. I'm also, you're allowed to have pets and you can't even control a balloon? I could not control a balloon. I lost Don't uh, let the dog, yeah, dog rescue know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I apologized already. And listen, here's another gift I'm giving to America this morning. Steffi. Oh, What's that God. heavy breathing I hear? Why? Could it be? The Humpty Dancers Hump days with Hal Sparks. Yes. Wait. Yes. He's riding a pony. Wait. Are you spanking I, an invisible yeah. headless lady? What do you? What was that? What are you <laughs> doing there? I, I refuse to answer on the grounds that it may incriminate me. You're going to have to. You can't. You can't convey this to people who are just listening over audio in a way that would give them. You know, portray the magic in what you just saw. So people just. Just get used to disappointment. Yeah, you don't, it, don't we and have to? Uh, hope maybe you can see it one day. Don't right. we have to thank the magic of the comedy gods this morning? This is an actual thing. The woman that Sidney Powell uh, consulted before she went on Fox uh-huh. News to make election fraud claims uh, is a what? Travis? Now she uh, internally headless, decap- uh, internally decapitated headless entity who got her information from the wind. She, she time traveled semi consciously. Yes. So, right, yeah, scene. I mean, who among us has not? Right. <laughs> Just get it. You know what I mean? Um, I, I now did she specify which wind? Because I'm concerned no. she just pulled Trump's finger. That's <laughs> that's my biggest fear. Um, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. our dreams are all coming true. I feel like there could be a, a entity meets Nell movie somehow. <laughs> coming up all of our Nell. favorite things. Nell. What a fantastic reach back 
lesbian reference, uh, <laughs> like su- superstar reference. Not as good and, as Barbara Hershey in the entity. I mean, you know, that's even. Well, now we're going the, way uh, back. No, no, no. I, I, I get it. The two yeah. concepts scissoring together. I like it. But yes. I, I'm just saying it was uh, that was a lesbian. There must back. be some sort of a corkboard nearby for you to be able to pull Nell out of the hat like that. That's in amazing. a win. She got her information literally in a win. So, uh-huh. yeah, I did. There so, you go. Um, yeah, so uh, it should come as no surprise, by the way, that Sidney uh, Powell was blowing smoke all this time. And and also that Laura Ingram it, was giving her producers aneurysms. That does not seem to be a shock of any kind. Well, that's does, nah. is there a Fox night host that doesn't give their right? uh, uh, their staff aneurysms or make them quit from stress or sexual harassment or or I guess go <laughs> join Charlotte? Riders. I guess there's yeah. a couple of branches off where, you yes. know, where it's a step, you know, t- working on Tucker's a stepping stone. You move up right. from there, but everybody else, I guess. Right. On, on the racism ladder. Yes. Go ahead. Um, but, Travis. Oh, sorry. You know what this I'm is going to come full circle is when it's revealed that Sidney uh, Powell's informant was Karen LeCaron. Oh, he's- <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They work. They, uh, yeah, she's she's gone underground. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a, in a long while. And my my concern is, is that she's driving around. You know, in a Winnebago following the, you know, the Trump train um, where they all go, you know, they're, they're they are now tailgating rallies that aren't even going to happen. That's yes. how sad it is. Yes. By the way, you mentioned Charlottesville. You uh, pointed to this story. It's reported that Teddy Von Newcomb, the torch wielding man featured prominently in photos from the infamous 2017 Charlottesville white supremacist rally, committed suicide two weeks ago, the same day he was scheduled to go on trial for trafficking fentanyl from Mexico. And you just said, wait, the what now? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, this is on the same the, day the Kevin fact- McCarthy is at the board, right? Talking right. about, you know, can you for the life for the life of me, I can't understand them. Keep, they keep talking about how much fentanyl Joe Biden has seized at the border. How is that a bad thing? I don't get it. Right. Yeah. Well, the I, here's the idea. They always operate on um, the gotaways. So the the entire border mythology is right. not only based on repeat crossers because title 42 and the remain in mexico thing caused people to immediately be sent back to mexico wherein they try again right and then they get sent back and then they try again so the number of actual crossings is somewhere with between a fifth and a third of the numbers but the number is so ballooned because people try again that they that it gives the republicans this giant oh my god it's the worst border we've ever seen even though the actual number of humans crossing is very low it's like 2018 right. 2019 numbers the same thing is true of fentanyl we are seizing more of the stuff that's coming across it used to come across but during the not, trump administration it's people like this ports. guy it's americans it's not illegal. right it's, it's not all a, right. Yeah, exactly 96 percent something of the fentanyl coming across believe me they they make like the the cartels will make some people coyote across stuff on their back to get passage but it's usually weed or it's usually they they are uh, they're ordered to send money back all kinds of other stuff it's yeah. more complicated they know yeah. everybody's looking for fentanyl it'll ruin the the trade so the fentanyl itself we're stopping more than ever because we're more aware of it than ever yeah and we're doing more about it the problem is the only stuff the stuff that keeps getting through is americans and vehicles and trucks driven by americans bringing stuff in for goods for walmart and other companies right. that they're getting that extra grip you know graph by tacking something to the underside of the truck so yeah. the the weird part is that this guy was a perfect storm he yeah. was a charlottesville rioter you know like doing the Jews will not replace us stuff, screaming, carrying a tiki torch, being as racist as is possible in modern America on the streets. Yeah. And 
ultimately he was busted for bringing fentanyl across the Mexican-U.S. border, um, which is the big, like, sound alarm from the GOP right now. That is the primary. That's their thing. Like, this is how Joe Biden's a failure. This is how, and it's one of theirs. It's one of what Trump would call very fine people. Right. It was one of Trump's very fine people. Yeah. Y'all are just overlooking the fact that his team is his name is Teddy Von Newcomb. Yes. It, no. Oh, First wow. of all, he changed his name. Okay. Because his name is, you know, Spurg Wienerville or whatever. He's like, he's got, <laughs> he's got, it just wasn't, his name wasn't Stephanie macho Miller's enough. I'm not confirm that. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. He, he changed his name to, uh, I, I want to say it was Joseph Von Newcomb, but he's, he, like his real name is just blurb you know yes. it's, it's yeah. not something boring it's not shocking enough it's not good enough for a charlottesville rioter turned fentanyl poisoner right-wing yes. activist yes. who has a future with cpac yes i mean um, if you know what i mean you need and speaking of things biden is better at not just seizing fentanyl but also shooting down uh you know spy balloons Balloon. which the trump administration once again was proven to not even know about in a new yeah. story this morning. Didn't uh, care. The, the president yesterday. Here we go. If any object presents a threat to the safety and security of the American people, I will take it down. I'll be sharing with Congress these classified policy parameters when they are completed, and uh, they'll remain classified so we don't give our roadmap to our enemies to try to evade our defenses. Going forward, these parameters will guide what actions we'll take while responding to unmanned and unidentified aerial objects. We're going to keep adapting them as the challenges evolve, if it evolves. Yeah. So I, we, once again, it was confirmed that the defense, Trump administration defense, they, they knew about these, didn't yeah. do anything about it, didn't tell the White House, didn't connect it to China. I just complete. Did, yeah, go ahead. He did not want to know. You have to understand because uh, like at certain points, remember we were, we uh, there were all these reports of like the, the CIA and stuff were worried about telling Trump because loose lips sink ships and he'll tell anybody over a slice of chocolate cake. And the, <laughs> the, uh, the problem that they had then was they would also bring him information and he just didn't like it. He was trying to make a deal. Yeah. Either he was trying to, you know, pal around with Putin or he was trying to suck up to Kim Jong-un or he's trying to get his stupid fake trade deal with China going through the three phase that only did one phase, but only a third of the one phase that then he doesn't even like it because COVID blah, you know, because of that, he didn't want to hear about if China flew a balloon over the United States to gather stuff. He didn't want to hear that right then because he was in the middle of sweet talking Xi Jinping mm-hmm, and yeah. he did. It would have messed it up. Yeah. It would have been a news cycle thing. It would have he was stopping these things. He was stiff arming anything that made him look bad while he was doing these deals. Even if it was right. at the expense of the security of the United States, right. specifically right. as it was the, the, at the expense right. of the United States. Right. He told uh, Pompeo, shut up about COVID with China. Just yes. shut up because yeah. I want to. Yep. Right. Probably for Ivanka's trademarks or whatever. Sue in Rockville, you're on with Hal. Hello. Hello, Sue. Hi. Hello, good Sue. morning, Hal. Happy Hi. Friday, everybody. You too. Hi. Hi. There be indictments before I die. Um, <laughs> listen, I want to correct <laughs> that caller because. We have to fact check each other, even when we're me- well-meaning. Sydney Powell is not the granddaughter of Lewis Powell. Lewis Powell had four children: Jody, Penny, Lewis the Third, and Molly. Sydney Powell's, thankfully, they're gone and ha- don't have to suffer her- the humiliation of her being their daughter. Was William Powell and Catherine Bowden Powell? Oh. And it took a lot of research to. Think- I have to okay. tell you, it's not easily available. But yeah, we need to always be 
fact check everybody, even our own people. So I just yes. wanted to right. issue a correction. <laughs> I, I believe she uh, was the child of other Sasquatches from uh, the North Pole, was she not? Because looky what right. he can do. How? <laughs> um, um, yes. I, I think the irony is is that she should be like the like the long lost illegitimate daughter of Jerome Powell, our Fed chair right yes. now, and so you can see that the spectrum of intellect. Across an entire family, in very short order, can go from very high sure. to extraordinarily low. I think that would be hilariously funny if she tried, or, or she tries to insist that because uh, a psychic once uh, blacked out in an organic restaurant and a piece of orange peel told her who her daddy was. I think that's possible, and I'm sticking to it. So- how uh, we started the show happy clappy with glenn kirshner who believes justice is coming yeah. and then uh noted you know uh blocking buzzkill uh john fugelsang sure who says that trump is never going to prison and now here we are back to you happy i'm gonna guess you're happy clappy on justice I'm, given oh, that Fonnie I'm willis this that. week given yeah let me let me let me brighten everybody's day i i, <laughs> I, I will fix this for both john and for glenn because it's what i do yes um, it is trump Trump is in prison now. And I don't mean in a, oh my God, Hillary's in Gitmo. The man is in a box of his own making. It, can you? It's one thing to be in a great, you know, nine by nine prison cell. Yes, think of him as a bad, door, orange, bad orange mime. Just, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but imagine being in, you know, surrounded by things like, I guess, I don't know if Mar-a-Lago counts as luxury, but let's just right. play along. Yeah. Uh, you've got all the trappings of it. You should be fine. You can golf. You can almost go anywhere you want. Obviously, you have issues with leaving to go to certain countries at this point, but uh, that's your own problem on a personal level. But imagine having all that and feeling more and more trapped every single day. And the yeah. only place you have any freedom is shouting angrily via text into your own dying social media platform. <laughs> I have to tell you, like, I am in no hurry for Trump to go to jail because the day he goes to jail will be the most relaxed day of his life. It, it, there's, being truly and totally screwed is it can be a relief for some people who've been <laughs> waiting for this day forever. But the the lead up to it, the constant revelation, because remember, he's not only worried about the crimes that he knows they know about, yeah. he's worried about the crimes they don't know about. Right. Because... Right that's what that's how these cascades happen so your point and is so he is a bad orange mime in a wind he's yes exactly yes. All as Fugel saying says I'll, he's I'll afraid of two things a strong woman Fonny willis and a strong wind because his hair is yes yeah. right well he's uh, he's also quite frankly afraid of his myth falling apart and again yeah. before you put him in jail yes his myth has to die yes and it and because if it doesn't then the crazies will come out and they'll harm oh. Americans by, you know, shooting up state capitals and all the stuff that they dream about doing, which they're doing less and less. And you can tell that the tide has turned because with Nikki Haley coming out, by the way, Nikki Haley's never going to be president. The Republicans aren't going to let her be president. They, a woman, are you kidding me? Republicans are going to let the woman run. She has a vagina. Exactly. It's not going to happen. It's just like, it's like, that's on their no, no checklist. Like, absolutely not. You know, absolutely (laughs) not. And uh, so there's, I mean, it's, it's sweet and uh, whatever, Aww. but yeah. and and they're not going to let her be vice uh, president because they're going to elect somebody who might keel over. Yes. and they know this and they're worried. By the about way, it. is it wrong to hope for a strong wind on the day Trump is arrested? So that that shot of him with the right and he's oh, I, he's in I handcuffs, mean, so he can't think, do anything with his hair because it's he can't you know. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and it should take he should be wearing a MAGA or one of those, uh, you know, Magoo hats that he has. You make America great over and over. Uh, but, and just uh, I watch it blow off. And he didn't bother to do his due that day because he thought he was going to prison. So who cares? Like he thinks it's like the military and they're going to shave his head. So he didn't even bother. And then off it goes. Off it goes. And then it looks like the open like an open can lid on an old like Popeye spinach tin is just sitting up <laughs> on one side. Curled. All right. <laughs> this is rapidly approaching a spectacle. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. All right, there you go. Stephanie Miller. What, what, what? It is the Stephanie Miller show. Have, have we mentioned yep. yet this week that... Uh, Don Jr.'s on Coke. Yeah. Um, Hal Sparks <laughs> had to be the one to tell us, though. Apparently, John has a new uh, children's show called Little Bunny You and the Coked Up Cottontail. I did not know that, Hal. Yes. Don Jr.'s on Coke. Yeah, that, if you ever watch, like, mm-hmm. it's like a little puppet show he always does with his two little bunny sidekicks that are just like it's these little coked out rabbits that just sit on either side of him and, and 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 basically cheer him on as he reads most people think those are air quotes no this is this is two little bunny characters that are like look don you can read and uh it's it's a fantastic children's show that children should not watch don jr's on coke yeah uh, i love that they're and, talking about what on, way, what's on hunter's lap pop he apparently puts those videos out himself of him completely uh, yeah. poked up allegedly Right. Also, for the for the record, you notice there's no denial in any of this. He talked lately about how that it, that's become the the norm when right. discussing him is how blazingly right. full of coke he is. And he'll say he'll repeat what's said and go, <laughs> and then that's it. He won't say, which is of course ridiculous. I don't do drugs. Right. Like that. Kevin is- that phrase is <laughs> Kevin- missing. Kevin- Did you notice how much? Kevin in right. DC, you're on with Hal. Hello, Kevin. Here, good, good morning, How Every time I see you, I just can't help but think how much of a hero you made me a few years ago to one of my little cousins because I actually met the professor and was on camera asking him nerd questions. So yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Anytime awesome. I can clout you up, you let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, the, you know the repetition thing that Republicans do when they're wrong and they say it over and over again? Yes. Well, uh, things like the Dominion lawsuit where you caught these people lying, knowing that yeah. election fraud thing, they knew it was wrong. That should be repeated, just like Trump years ago uh, telling uh, uh, Woodward that, you know, as far as COVID, this thing, he's on camera saying this thing will tear you apart. Yeah. yeah. Then, oh, like- we will talk about the Fox News suit with Hal next on the Stephanie Miller Show. The American people have to ask themselves a question. Are you had enough? Uh, do you want to stand up and make America safe again? Are we going to accept mass shootings as just part of the American culture? We've had over 67 so far this year, more uh, shootings than days in the year. Ay, ay, ay. 
Senator uh, Dick Durbin. Hal Sparks is here. Oh, Hal, Alex Jones revealed he's holding firearms for some participants in the U.S. Capitol riot. Would that that was in his uh, bankruptcy filing? Would that be huh. another reason Seems he could problematic. maybe go to jail? In I, to, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm of two minds about that because uh, Alex Jones is a duplicitous idiot. Um, I'm going to go with uh, he's lying because he doesn't want to give up. He's he's using whatever excuse he can find for stuff that he has to not be seized and sold to pay his debts to the Sandy Hook family. Yeah. And so that's he's he's got a gun collection that probably looks like, you know, a small armory for, you know, a, a nudnik r- militia from <laughs> from Michigan. Yeah. So and, and some of it's probably fairly expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants to keep his stuff. So he's listing pro- like, yeah, no, I'm holding on to that house in the Cayman Islands for a friend. You know, there's there's going to be a lot of those kind of filings. That said, um, they're never going to get him. 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 Keep holding them, dummy. Just uh, let them rot. Nobody's oiling them. Keep them in your stupid basement. Keep eating your uh, your yeah. chocolate cake and drinking your red wine all day, uh, every day during your show. Keep taking your lead-lined penis pills that are just that are uh, you know putting holes in your brain and don't work in the first place. Um, allegedly. Oh, allegedly. And uh, okay. you know keep keep recognizing. That you have zero friends, Alex. Yeah. That would be my message to Alex there Jones. You go. And uh, you. are good a luck sleeping you are on your a pile helper. of yes, rusty guns. Okay. All right. One more, Senator Dick Durbin. Uh, I still remember that sad, gruesome, awful situation in Highland Park, uh, which occurred last Fourth of July. I've been back there to meet with the victims. Seven people killed. This fellow fired off 83 rounds in 60 seconds. Don't tell me the Founding Fathers had that in mind when they wrote the Second Amendment. Uh, We've got to get serious. America, unfortunately, is seeing this over and over and over again. When we're fed up enough, we may finally do something. Mm -hmm. Um, Only when... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say... I was just just going to say... I was going to say that uh, one of the the right-wingers the other day said something about they were... One of the states are going to pass a law that any company that engages in stopping, you know, the the full expression of of the Second Amendment will get fined or not be able to do business in the state or those kind of things. And and my response to it, obviously, was that, uh, oh, good. So any state, any company that tries to stop the government from regulating guns under the concept of how a militia would, which would be armories, licensing, registration and awareness, limitations of ammo capacity and the like, uh, those businesses can now go out of jail. That's nice. I didn't realize right wingers were... We're doing anti-NRA bills now, but uh, it's about time. Senator Chris Murphy, who, of course, has been out there on this issue since Sandy Hook and his district. Uh, I was proud to you know, be at Michigan State last year. You know, Part of my work is trying to help build a national anti-gun violence movement that will make our kids safer. And I was there in part to thank a small group of Michigan State students that were starting uh, a chapter of an anti-gun violence organization. But it also pains me that children have to spend their time trying to convince adults to just do the right thing. Uh, The fact that my 14-year-old has to talk to his friends about how they can organize to make sure that their schools are safe, um, it just says that there's something deeply wrong about this country. Yeah, I you know, we keep saying, Hal, that I don't know what it's going to take unless we get more Maxwell Frost in Congress. We get more 25-year-olds, more of these kids that have lived through all of this. That will happen. Yeah, Yeah, no question. And, And I will say this. A lot of people will look at um, damage that's been done to American business over the last, you know, 20 years especially. But I would say since the mid-90s, 
um, has been caused by mass shootings, the, 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 the dying of malls. A lot of people will put into like, yeah, you can get things online now so people don't bother. But quite frankly, the, just the, the sheer number of shootings we've had at malls cuts into everybody in America is thinking about, do I go to a mall? Am I going to be there the day some lunatic decides that he's had enough and he was mad about his job at, you know, at Pizza Express and just decides to off a bunch of people? Or the same thing is true of movie theaters. Aurora, the Aurora shooting did more damage to the movie industry yeah. in America than any other single act in history. And the fact that people have to go to the movies and go, it, it, it's in the back of your mind. You're like, is is there somebody sitting in this place yeah. that's loaded yeah. and nuts and deciding they're going to make themselves quasi famous for a short time just because of their own, you know, ego and murderous intentions. And that that haunts like I would say a good you know, even though and, and to, on the left, certainly on the de Democratic side, of course, but on the right. That's why they're all, you know, talking about carrying guns and concealed carry and open carry. They're just as afraid of it as as we are. They just think they have an answer to it. But the problem is their answer never lines up. First of all, if you're carrying a yeah. gun out in the open and there's somebody planning something like this, they're going to hit you first. If they're going to kill people randomly, yeah. they're going to start with yeah, you. Yeah, they have the Secondly, element of surprise and yeah. you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, one more. Chris Murphy yesterday what we're introducing today is a measure that is wildly popular in this country it's a requirement that every commercial sale have a background check attached to it. if you want to buy a gun you should have to prove that you're not a criminal that you're not seriously mm -hmm. mentally ill the problem is many states um, have chosen not to apply background checks to internet sales mm -hmm. and sales and gun shows that means that criminals know how to buy guns without being detected as a criminal. So all of the crime guns that get used in places like New York and Connecticut, the majority of crime guns, um, are bought in states that don't apply universal background checks. Yeah, and then just Vermont. This, uh, uh, yeah, this on the numbers um, real quick, real quick, one last Right one. now, we just don't have Republicans uh, at the r numbers we need to pass something like this, which is wild. I mean, 90% of Americans think that everybody should get a background check before they buy a gun. Like, why aren't Republicans supporting this? And, you know, there's just a legacy of NRA power, of gun lobby power um, that is being eroded, but it's not completely gone. Yeah, um, I, I have it's to just I, that, that's well. what's going to have to break eventually is what, how does this continue year after year to be do we we have a you know political system where 90 percent of Americans want things that we can't get done exclusively because of one party. Right. But the 10 percent isn't that they just want the guns just to have them and it's none of your business. And I'm just an absolutist of the Second Amendment. They believe either the end times are coming or that the tyrannical government is going to land in black helicopters on their lawn, which in case, by the way, they would set, shoot, uh, I guess you would microwaves. So I don't even know what you wouldn't get a shot off dummy. You're against the entire U.S. government. It just seems a little silly. That said, the, the NRA, I think, has less and less power than people recognize as part of like the gun sales and that kind of stuff. The real root of this is the end times rapture-esque, uh, you know, neo-Christian folks that believe that you're going to have to have a gun for the tribulation. And the and the right wingers who are, are simply panicked the way everybody else is about shootings, but think that they're they've deputized themselves. And those two things, you got to they take. There are different ways of convincing both of those to stand right. down and be normal people. 
And it's it takes way more work uh, than, you know, a few years or a couple yeah. of situations where also, they might recognize they're yeah. not going to have an epiphany. It would they're also not be wake up to this if the media would stop doing the both sides do it on every issue and and repeatedly put that out there. Right. that There is one party stopping something 90 percent of Americans want this train right. with train thing. We were talking about how is another example in Ohio. It doesn't take mm-hmm. much. It took me two seconds to Google the you know the headline from the, Trump rolled back the rail safety regulations yes. for oil trains. It, it, you know, like at least report that when you know you have Republicans right. blaming Biden. We've had a, a train carrying hazardous uh, materials derailing in Michigan as well. But they're just, do you know what yeah. I mean? It just become they they yes. just want to keep give Republicans a platform so they will let them just tell lie after lie about why whether it's Chinese spy balloons. They don't say, oh well, Trump missed all of them. You know, so how, yes. you know, how are you blaming Biden for shooting down the one we did detect? Right. And the and continuing to do it, by the way, like he's you know, that's what that, you know, when Biden was talking yesterday about this, he's basically saying, yeah, we're going to be shooting down a bunch of these things if we if we don't know and they're not registered with some sort of, you know, weather experiment that we're aware of. You can't just float this stuff over the United States anymore. It's not safe. There's too many options in a modern society. So we're going to shoot them down. We're not yeah. going to tell you we're going to shoot them down. So you don't know where you can send them and when, you know, when, when to get around our defenses. Yeah. The, the, well, this the is the same okay. thing is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say. So Mitch McConnell yesterday is talking about Ukraine and saying support. Uh, I'm sorry. Public opinion is sliding. It's sliding because some idiot members of your party yeah. are doing Putin's talking points right. on the floor yes. of the House. Uh, here right. is Mitch McConnell. He- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Public opinion is sliding. But I want to reassure the American people that this is enormously important. We need to stay together on a bipartisan basis in our country and defend these people who are bravely fighting uh, for freedom and for democracy in Ukraine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, good right. on him, but it's just it, it, they can't control no, the lunatics in their own right. party, right? Well, well, and those people, by the way, have an investment in it. it like, it gets sketchy real fast. And I, I don't want to be like there's a ruski around every corner again and go back to the, you know, sort of like we can't have a red scare because they're no longer red. They're they're. I mean, it's the mafia. The, 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 basically, the Russian government is a mafia now. It's not an actual functioning government. Um, so the idea that we're against them just seems logical. Like there's no it isn't like we're against the Russian the culture or the people, the individuals there like we would do with any other country that we were at war with and like like Germany in World War II. The Russian government right now is in and of itself, much like Xi Jinping's government, are separate entities almost entirely from the people of the country. And they're doing as much, if not more, damage to the people of their own country as they are doing to everybody else. We've hated our own government at times, and rightly so. We're allowed to say it when it happens. We're allowed to march in the streets if we're against the Iraq war and and the Afghanistan war when Bush put us in there and trying to get us out over time. They're not. Yeah. They are not allowed. And that's a distinct difference. And you let that win. You're basically arguing which side of that argument win, The, the side where you can you could protest and change things, change yeah. your leaders, change yeah. the path, or the oh. one where you're not allowed. Wow. Speaking of this big bag of rats, before we uh, break here, as I've often said, the GOP has become a big bag of rats. Sure. Fight, fight, fight. You're okay. all equally awful. I don't know who to root for. Yeah, yeah right? The Ebola fighting leprosy? Yes. I don't Use know. It. Um, Trump raged at billionaire Charles Koch and the GOP mega donors as he shared recent comments made by Steve Bannon, who took aim at the same group earlier. Uh, the statement from the Bassinet of the 45th president. Uh, 
Yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'll. Yeah, it's Trump from from the bassinet. Yeah. They're all globalist and pro China losers. Uh, Huh? Fought me in 2016 and lost big. They're all bad for the USA. America last. I don't. Okay. So he was sharing a story about Uh, Bannon. By the way. Okay. Oh, he shares the story that Bannon rips into the GOP megatoners because they're a thousand percent anti-Trump oligarchs. So now they're against the oligarchs because. So good. So good. There will there will not be enough popcorn for 2023, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to tell you. (laughs) Be a shortage. Stock up now. There's if there's a runaway stock. Oh wait. It's going to be popcorn. Hang on. Because oh my God, watching these people. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, there's a good one this morning too. Oh, that's right. Remember, Carrie Lake had said that Governor Ron DeSantis has BDE, you know, big, big energy. energy. Yes. yes. Um, she has oh, turned no. on him. Yep. And she, he is, she's now spreading the lie that he's been endorsed by George Soros. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Uh, he has not been. George Soros just thought he was going to win over Trump. He didn't endorse him. He just. Okay. Right, right now, right. Carrie Lake says he apparently does not have BDE. Let him have it. We don't. That's not even a. No, 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 no. Don't, don't interrupt her. Don't, don't interrupt her while she's being stupid. Don't do it. I know it's hard. She I lost Arizona time. again. She lost Arizona again, by the way. Just yes, she did. she did. She, she lost another appeal. Yeah. Or, or as I like to say, Biden won it again. Yes. Um, Biden just keeps winning Arizona in so many ways. <laughs> um, yeah. 47. When these, when the, it's so hard. But when these people start biting each other's ankles, yes. we all have to just ease Shh, back. Quiet. And let it happen. Yeah. It's like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. You see them every morning. They're like, <laughs> from the moment they get up, they're just <laughs> yeah. eating each other's right. faces. Punch and Judy. Don't, yeah, don't. Po- the politics of Punch and Judy. Yeah. Don't step on them. Exactly. Okay. Remember, you heard it on this channel first. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Yeah, what? Thank you, Twitter. Uh, Hal Sparks on the Stephanie Miller Show. This is why God made Twitch. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Thank you. Twitch.tv slash Hal Sparks. There I am. There, there you go. You there we That's are, too. You. Hop on board. If you got Amazon Prime, it doesn't cost you a dime. You can yeah. subscribe. Yeah. You can. Or if you're on YouTube, infotainmentwars.com. Yeah. But the important thing, tomorrow night at the Mamba in Huntington Beach, Nerd Halen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My Van Halen cover band where I dress as a nerd and slowly disrobe over the course of the show on occasion, depending on how hot the audience is. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and for, for oh my all God. wondering, uh, I, I'm, I'm holding it together fairly well. My cat is still in the hospital. Yeah. Chud uh, had to go to the, uh, the, the vet ER last night. It was very scary. But she, she's on fluids and oxygen, Aww. and they're taking good care of her, and we hope to get her back this afternoon. Good. You know. They're going to rotate her tires, get new brakes, <laughs> check her fluids, get in under her hood, yeah. and uh, she'll be good to go for another uh, 40,000 miles, yeah. I'm hoping. <laughs> and considering she only walks uh, eight feet to her bowl and 12 feet to the box, I I, I think that's a long t- She'll outlive all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Just sending loving. Kitty love and love. Mm, that's yes. right. Okay. Uh, one more. Give me uh, t- uh, uh, Pence. Hang on one second. Mm-hmm. 17 Pence. All right. Get Hal's take on uh Chuckley says. The Justice Department has uh, uh, been involved in an extensive fact-finding effort, and um, uh, in in my judgment, um, 
this principle of separation of powers is that important. If, if we were to accede to accept a subpoena for appearance before a grand jury or in trial, I believe that would diminish the privileges enjoyed by any future vice president, be that Democrat or Republican. And I, I simply will not do that. Okay, uh, okay my first, judgment okay, is uh, okay. Mike Pence is a sea-ass oh. bitch and needs... Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. First of all, just because you say yes to a subpoena, it doesn't mean everybody who has your job going forward forever has to say yes to the subpoena right. again. That's just true. Our legal system, you know, can make the can understand the difference between a valid subpoena and not one, and everybody gets to argue it based on the case. That's why. That's why everybody who gets tried for murder doesn't automatically be, be is found guilty because someone was found guilty of murder 112 years ago. He's an yeah. idiot. Secondly, yeah. his weird kind of like lipless talking thing where I'm trying to appear serious when he's being such an inserious sap is so aggravating. Yes. And um and and I I you can put me in the camp of yes, Pence is smooth in the front. Okay. That said All right. okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I get it. I get no, the reference. Yeah, no, I got, got that Kindle. You got it. Thanks. Yes, Travis. Thank you very much. I, it took him a moment. But uh, that that said, um, no, he's avoiding the subpoena because he's afraid of what, of what he'll have to say. He's yeah. being cowardly and weak. He is not doing this for future vice presidents. Yeah. That's garbage. Future vice presidents, by the way, can still say no on their own. Yeah. They can still make their case. They still can get legal representation. Yeah. They yeah. will still get. If you acquiesce no, to Kirshner it, it's he's going to lose. It's just delay, yes. like usual. Yeah, Travis. I was going right. to say, and he also keeps bringing up this. This is the first time this has ever happened in our 200-year history. Yeah, because this is the first time in 200 years that we've had an insurrection where the vice yes. president is the only witness against the president. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um. Okay. And, Real- and and we had such a scumbag for a president. Well, like that. I there mean. You go. Like it's almost like we owe Nixon an apology. I believe it's the scumbag clause of the Constitution almost. that you refer to. True. Yes. Um. Real quick. So Fox News, which uh, beyond these texts being embarrassing and not surprising that Laura Ingram's uh, producers have daily aneurysms over her. Um, they're trying to claim First Amendment. I mean, these these texts prove they knew this was all a lie, all this election fraud stuff, and then they broadcast exactly the opposite. I don't see how that's right. covered by First Amendment. Do you? No, it's not. Absolutely. I, I mean, again, you have to understand that um, their argument has been that they are entertainment and they've made yeah. this case in multiple courtrooms, especially Tucker um, and Sean Hannity specifically in different cases have made the case. We are entertainment. We are not news. So technically speaking, the, the, the beginning and ending of their show, anything that happens in the middle can be a total lie. It can, they yeah. are not responsible for any of it being true. Since speaking of the beginning Legally. and the end of the middle, House Parks Mega Mornings Worldwide starts right now. Starts right now. now. Go to infotainmentwars.com. We have the documents. Yeah. We don't See, need them. See you Monday. Okay.